Welcome to the Indian Prairie Podcast. We are your hosts, Brian Jovenini, Director of Innovation. And Candy Michelli, Director of Professional Learning. In today's episode, we will discuss engaging stakeholders. Joining us today, we have invited Kathy White and Al Davenport from Granger to provide us with some insights. Welcome, Kathy and Al. Will you please introduce yourselves? Hi, thank you. This is Kathy White. I am the Granger's interventionist this year. Though I've been a strategic reading teacher for more than 20 years, all at Granger, I'm very happy to be here. Thanks, Kathy. I am Al Davenport. I am the current principal at Granger. Um, I'm finishing up my second year there as principal. Um, before that, I worked at the district office and a few other schools. I'm just happy to be part of the Granger team. Well, thank you for both for being here. Let's start the conversation by asking, what strategies have you used to support the community and positively engaging with the district over the past school year? In my job as interventionist and part of the problem-solving team, I've been really actively engaged with um, reaching out to community members, obviously parents the most, through home visits, um, phone calls, setting up Zoom conferences, things like that, just to start with a, a positive tone and develop that rapport so we can help the kids who need it the most. Um, we've done some fun things too, you know, to be more engaged. I'm also the advisor for the yearbook and we had to approach that differently this year. So we reached out to the parents as well as the kids to share pictures of things they do at home, their remote learning spaces and pictures of the kids doing their hobbies and with their pets, just anything to encourage that communication and to make the best of a difficult situation. What's the feedback that you've received from the families that you've worked closely with? The families seem to really appreciate the extra phone calls, the extra attention that they're getting. Um, they have someone that they can touch bases with. They have someone to reach out to when their student is struggling or if they have any needs. And that's, that's the most important thing, especially during the times that we're dealing with. Yeah, I would agree. I think, you know, one of the, even though this has been really challenging, it's been really exciting to see how this has forced us to do things differently. I mean, there are a lot of things that we've always done as educators, um, but I would say even though probably the perception is kids and teachers and principals are further apart than ever, I would say actually it's probably quite the opposite. I've had more opportunities to connect with parents and kids in their own homes, uh, um, through home visits, through text messages, um, just any sort of way we can to connect. And like I said, I know in a school of 1,100 kids, especially as a principal where they're not in my class every day, I probably know more kids and parents on a personal level, level than I ever had. Um, and that's just you know part of how we're doing business right now, which is great. So there's a lot of things we're going to continue to do even after all this pandemic stuff, but it's been really neat to see how, how we've done it differently and um, a lot of good things to take away from that. Um, so the response, like Kathy said, has been really positive. Um, you know, it, it's pretty neat when your principal or your teacher shows up to deliver you a personal reading book or a T-shirt or, you know, a student of the week certificate. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I just think it adds that personal personal approach. It just makes it a little bit more special. So it's been exciting to be a part of that this year. 
Now you kind of started to hit on our second topic a little bit about some of the ways in which you've adjusted communication over the past year. Can you talk a little bit more about that and maybe highlight some of the ones that have gone really well? Yeah, I think um, one of the things that, uh, and <laughs> Kathy White will be able to attest to this, is um, I will never again underestimate the power of the morning announcements. <laughs> um, I have always done morning announcements, but when we started back in March um, with remote learning, I started to transition those morning announcements to morning video announcements. Um, and the, the response that I have personally received from kids and parents about how those announcements have impacted them um, is it, just amazing. Um, you know, a perfect example of this that, you know, really, I think just shows the importance of it is, you know, and on the morning announcements, we try to act a little goofy from time to time. It's just kind of how we are. But um, we did a, a little, little bit. <laughs> yeah, we did a little skit with our our bear mascot. And we did a day in the life of the bear when, when it's alone at Granger middle school. Um, and what followed up from that was, uh, a student emailed me and said, you know, Mr. Davenport, I know exactly how that bear feels to be so alone. And I was like, Oh, wow. So what we did as a result of that was we went and we made a home visit. We brought the bear costume, we brought t-shirts and, you know, we know that one of the biggest, um, you know, biggest predictors of a student's success is how connected they are to the school. And so as a result of this, we just, you know, I think of the connection we were able to make now. Um, so again, I think, you know, doing things like the morning announcements and just connecting with kids has been one way that I have as a, a principal been able to really connect. And in doing so, you know, they've had me, I've done the announcements from my house. I've done them from the school. I've done them from my driveway. Um, I've done them all over and it has been really powerful to see the, the impact of that. So, you know, Miss White can chime in too, but that's something that I, I have seen has really been an, a powerful tool this year. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because, um, just the other day, mm. Mr. Davenport was, I think a little under stress with all the changes and he did his announcements in the morning. He recorded his video and the kids noticed uh, just a, some, a difference in Mr. Davenport that day. And they were concerned enough that they um, started emailing him <laughs> memes to make him laugh. And one of the students wrote a note that said, just keep swimming and attached it to the fish tank in the office, you know, as a reminder to him that everything's going to be okay, you know? Yeah. So yeah. they're, they're returning the favor. They appreciate it so much. It's not just entertaining. It's a way for him to connect and to show that, you know, we're lighthearted here and that we care and that learning can be fun and Granger's a fun place to be. Absolutely. I love hearing all of that. It sounds like when students are trusting you to share the feelings that they may be having and you're responding, but also that reciprocal relationship that they've gotten to know you so well to be able mm -hmm. to say, we, you know, Mr. Davenport really needs a pick me up here. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, I hear a lot of the connections you've made with students. Um, some of our stakeholders, I would say, you know, another group would be our teachers. Is there anything you'd like to share or add about the connections that you've tried to make sure that um, we're supporting and, and connecting with them as well? Yeah, well, I mean, one of the things that I try to do each year as a principal is always have a theme of the year and knowing that this year was going to be a little bit crazy anyway. Um, 
you know, the theme of the year is 2020-2021. The dash is up to you. And really talked about how our attitude and how we react to the, our situation is really going to predict how successful the year is going to be. And so everything that I've tried to do with our staff has been to just try to keep them motivated um, and looking positive. And, you know, things are changing all the time, but just kind of just go with it. Um, and what's been really great is I asked the staff to remind me of that because, you know, as Kathy just said, there are times that it, it gets a little uh, um, challenging and to have the staff also remind me that the dash is up to me. So it's really been a very reciprocal relationship of us supporting one another, pushing one another, um, and helping one another. And that's really what we want to demonstrate at Granger anyway. At Granger, we call that the Granger way of kindness and respect. And that's really been modeled by both our, our teachers and our administration. And I think that that collaborative relationship speaks volumes to um, what, a, what a great team it is there. Well, I have to agree, but I, I, I need to add, and he did not pay me to say this, that you know, you lead by example. And when you have a great example, as we do with our leadership at Granger, it makes you want to be better. It makes you want to do more and be more involved. He, um, Al and his team do not stand around and make suggestions or put it off on us. They do it right alongside us. And that's so important. It makes us really feel like a team. Thanks, Kathy. You just made my day. Oh, good. It's, it's pretty easy to do that for you. <laughs> so with all talking about the connections you made with staff and students, um, are there other partnerships that you've um, helped to engage with your um, partnerships that you've used to help engage your stakeholders outside of Granger? Yeah, I mean, I would definitely have to say, um, even though they're, they're outside, they're still inside. It's really our PTA has been really, really um, crucial as far as especially financially supporting us this year. You know, we weren't able to do our fundraisers like we normally would, um, but trying to find just different creative ways to celebrate kids. Um, the PTA has been very, very crucial in helping us do that. Um, and also getting the word out and helping us communicate, um, you know, with our families. It's been, and it even started this summer um, when we drove around and did popsicles with the principal and just drove around to the different subdivisions and passed out freeze pops, which ended up melted by the time we even got to it. But, um, you know, the PTA has been been super helpful. And, um, you know, we've partnered with some other um, outside organizations that have been helping to provide food um, and some clothing for some of our families that have really been struggling with this. Um, and so that's been a, an extra kind of bonus for us this year to just have some of those relationships that have really helped us see a need and fill a need. Kathy, you want to add on to any of that? Well, yeah, I, I would love to. The PTSA is wonderful. They helped us. They worked with the, our student services department to help provide um, meals and gift cards for the holidays. Um, Belgio's Catering helped supply Thanksgiving dinners for 17 of our families after we raised money. And that was a community project. That was We asked people in our community to help support families to make them um, have a more enjoyable holiday season. And they came through like crazy. It was, it was wonderful to be a part of that. Um, all the grants that the PTSA have given teachers who wanted to go just above and beyond the curriculum to try new technology and use new materials. We're, we're so appreciative of that. 
as we uh, start to transition a little bit into uh, the March uh, season and our students come back into the classrooms, what are some ways that you guys engage kids as, as they've returned back uh, to the classroom in our hybrid four-day and ultimately five-day um, learning? Yeah, I mean, I, I think obviously one of the the biggest ways, again, has been through those morning announcements. It was funny as kids started to come to school, um, it, you know, for me and Mr. Lowe, who are primarily on the announcement, it, it was so great to see the kids. Hey, I recognize you, Mr. Lowe. You're the guy in the announcements. Um, that was just awesome <laughs> to see. We didn't realize that. Well, we did realize it, but we didn't realize how much that that has helped us get let the kids know who we are, which, again, is helping them to feel comfortable. And I think, again, we've made a lot of home visits on purpose, especially with our sixth graders who haven't ever been in the building um, prior to this to just kind of start building that that connection. So um, and again, you know, once we've had kids in the building, being around, saying hello, you know, making a, an attempt to really connect with them for the kids that are there um, has been great. Another tool that we really try to utilize too is because we know that not all our kids are going to be in the building. Um, we've also tried to use the Granger sign and other ways to let our kids know that whether you're in the building or you're not, you're still one of our Granger students. And we want to connect with you in any way that we can. So we, we are purposeful about making sure that whether you're hybrid, whether you're remote, you're still one of ours and we still care about you. And that's been been really great. Another thing that I've been super excited about this year, and, and Ms. White will be able to chime in on this as well, is we're offering a night school program. Mm -hmm. We have about 24 kids that are participating in Granger Night School. Um, and again, initially people are like, these kids aren't going to want to do this. The teachers don't want to do this. But we have an awesome group of teachers that are helping out, um, nine teachers that are helping out four nights a week. Um, with the 24 kids that are all full remote, they have not been in the building yet, but the connections that they have made with, with these teachers and, and one of the comments, and I quote from a student says, I thought this night school thing was going to be terrible. I like it. It's kind of chill. Um, <laughs> and so for an eighth grade student to say that, that's a win. Um, so that's been another way that we have just tried to think differently about connecting and supporting our kids. Kathy, I know you've been involved with helping us select kids and things like that too. Yeah, in addition to night school, which was just a great project and it's been very effective with all three grade levels, is we've um, developed a help desk, which was utilized a bit more at the beginning of the year. Um, the help desk is something that any student could go to and fill out a Google form and ask for help and with SEL concerns, if they're just feeling bad and they need to talk to someone, um, they had technology concerns, they had questions about uh, just reaching out for help with homework and assignments, just general questions about Granger. And that was utilized, like I said, at the beginning of the year, quite a bit. We were, we were receiving anywhere from 20 to 30 forms a week. Um, and teachers like myself would address those questions directly and as, um, as quickly as possible. So the kids wouldn't stress about wondering what their answers would be. And that was really effective as well as the art team, which um, I'm a stakeholder in, I guess you would say, 
That's an academic engagement team that we developed this year because of our concerns after the spring when we had so many students who didn't seem engaged during remote learning. We wanted to be preemptive, you know, we wanted to prepare. And so we, we lo looked out for those students and, and um, received obviously some recommendations uh, for new students that were struggling. And we've actively engaged in bringing them back and getting them the help they need. And some of those kids might be in night school right now. Some of them might be doing better and others we're still working with, but we have developed those relationships with them and their parents throughout the year, doing everything we can to support them, to make them more successful. Yeah, and I think that, you know, and Kathy's being humble. I mean, she was our main person for the help desk. And once she got a, a help desk ticket from a kid, I mean, it was her job to kind of delegate out and respond as quickly as possible. The whole idea was that we could get students help in real time. Um, so she did an awesome job kind of being the conduit to that. Um, every once in a great while now, we get, get a kid that will fill that out. But for the most part, I think that served its purpose in the beginning of the year. Um, but again, just another example of how we kind of just tried to think differently about how to help kids. So Kathy did an awesome job with that, as well as the other teachers that helped. And I think the fact that they're not filling them in anymore is a testament to the fact that they have developed these rapports, these relationships with their current teachers, and they know who to go to when they have questions. They feel comfortable going to their own teachers now. You both have shared so much about Granger and the amazing place um, it is to be a student and a staff member and a family. Um, can you share with us uh, one thing that you're most proud of at Granger Middle School? It's hard to pick one thing. <laughs> I can tell you, and, and I, like, as I mentioned before, I, I've been at the school the whole time I've been in the district more than 20 years. And I would, I don't know, I would cry if anyone asked me to switch buildings. This is my home, away from home. But I'm really, really proud of the staff and the administration for staying strong during this, these unprecedented times. I know we hear that phrase all the time, but there's no other way to describe it. It has been so challenging to teach in a totally different way and to have this huge obstacle in front of us, technology being what divides us, but also brings us together at the same time. Um, we're not teaching the way that we would normally teach. And now we're going back, we're getting our kids in front of us again, but we still have this challenge of rooming and zooming at the same time. And it's what's best. It's what needs to happen. But I'm just, I'm just so in awe of, of what we've done and how we've worked through it. Very proud. Yeah, I would, I would echo that, you know, they say in a, in a time of crisis, you always want to look for the helpers. Um, and I would say that the Granger Middle School is filled with helpers. Um, and not just the teaching part that that really comes easy, I think, for the, the staff. I mean, it's challenging to do, but it still comes easy. What's been really great to see is when we needed teachers to help us pass out books to cars in the middle of January in the nighttime, we had more than enough teachers come to help us do that. You know, when we needed to help make home visits or deliver Granger Gold signs and put them in people's yards, they were driving around all over town doing that. I mean, there was nothing that we have asked the staff to do where they didn't want to do it. They, they did it because they knew it was what's best was for the kids. And even though it required a little extra work and a little extra time, 
never once have we not been able to do something we've wanted to do for the kids because the staff has has really just risen to the occasion. And and I mean everybody from our, our night custodian, day custodian, to our secretarial staff, to our TAs, to our teachers. It has really been all hands on deck. And that that makes me most proud that you don't even need to ask twice. You just need to float the idea and people are saying, how can I help? And that that really makes me proud. So as we look at these amazing stories you guys shared and your passion for Granger, what's next? What's on your radar? Summer school, man. I am so <laughs> pumped. I have an amazing, well, I think it's amazing, but um, we have a really cool summer school planned um, for um, some students that will be participating in that. And really our approach for that is to make it very hands-on and experience-based. Um, so kids are going to be participating in an archaeological dig, some innovative projects as far as designing their own golf course, um, ruling their own empire, planting a garden. There's all sorts of things we're going to, we have planned for these students. And we're really excited about that. Um, you know, we know that this has just been a really stressful time. But again, as you think about how do we constantly connect to our kids, you know, this is just another example of that. And another example of how I reached out to some staff to say, I got an opportunity for you, which we know means more work. <laughs> um, they were all on board for it. So I personally am really excited about summer school um, and what that's going to look like, but also, you know, excited to kind of get kids back in, wrap up the year, um, you know, and just kind of have some level of, of normalcy. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the end of the year, having some kind of send off for the kids that are in the building with us and for the remote kids trying to come up with something clever and fun um, to end the year on a positive note. I haven't thought much beyond that, to be honest, though, I do, I do look forward to hopefully some normalcy next year, having all my kids in front of me. Thank you both for being our guests today, but also just sharing all the wonderful things that are happening at Granger and clearly uh, wonderful leadership with both of you um, working alongside with your teachers and um, students. So we're grateful for, for your time with us today and hopefully um, we'll have an opportunity in the future to connect again and hear about all the wonderful things of summer school and the end of year celebrations. Thank you. Thank you guys. We would like to thank both Al and Kathy for their time today. We know that teachers appreciate their leadership at their building. We'd also like to thank members of our curriculum instruction team for their leadership on this topic and extend a special thank you to members of our communications department, Janet Bulio and Clayton Urbanic for making the podcast happen. If you have any further questions, please email your questions to support at IPSD.org. We thank you for your time today and hope you enjoyed being part of the conversation.